Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 Show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is October 10th, 1996. It is. And we watched some more 90210. We were... We got under the influence, and then we watched an episode of 90210 called no. Under the Influence. I think it would have been more fun if we'd been under the influence, though. I think it would have been a more interesting episode if we were under the influence. I thought it was a decently interesting episode. It was all right, but there's there's something missing, and that something is Brenda. Yes. We need Shannon Doherty back. Or we need Tiffany Amber Thiessen in her bra and panties more. <laughs> Yeah. Holy shit. She is aggressive. Well, that's not what I was saying holy shit about, but yeah, she is aggressive. What do you mean? Just that visual. Uh, it, it is quite the visual. <laughs> like, I think the show might be worth watching just for that. I mean, wasn't it, though? Like, that was crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess she doesn't do much this episode. No. No, she's just in her bra panties and heels. Yeah. Trying to seduce Hol- Brandon without... Holding a dress. <laughs> yeah, she just walks up. And his, first of all, his bedroom door is wide open right. into the adjoining bathroom. So that's probably a mistake mm-hmm. on his part. He's talking to Kelly on the phone. And she just walks in the bathroom in her bra panties and high heels, holding up a little black dress mm-hmm. to ask him if he thinks it looks good. Like, what was it? Her she question? said, I believe she said, I think I got some toothpaste on this or something. Can you, t- I, I think I got it yeah, out. Yeah, Can yeah. you tell? And then, <laughs> and then she's like, do you like the dress? He's like, I'd like to see it on you. No, he says, what he says is, because she says, do you, do, do you think I got it out? And he goes, it's really hard to, to tell what the other scenery is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then as she leaves, I'm, I'm going to say Jason Priestley, not even Brandon. And yeah. when she leaves, Jason Priestley stands there for a second and then goes. Whew. Yeah, and shakes his head. I think that's, I, I don't think that even that was an acting moment. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, well, she did look good. I mean, Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> right. It was something else. Yeah, and then there was another point later in the episode where you're like, she's playing with him, but I don't remember what she was doing. Um, I can't remember what she said. Oh, I think she said, uh, he was talking to that that Josh Rich, Richland or whatever his okay. name is, wants him to run, be his running mate for student government or whatever. Right. And all of a sudden, everyone knows who this person is, by the way. She's barely been there, but Josh is like, Valerie, why don't you, could, don't, could you convince Brandon to run for office? And she's like, yeah, I bet I could. And then she walks <laughs> away. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see that develop. I, I, if you were betting on this, would you bet yay or nay that they have sex at some point this season? I don't. I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say she's going to really aggressively try 
But I think that Brandon is such a Boy Scout that he will resist. If he could resist Claire. Right. And Lucinda. Handcuffing herself to his bed. Yeah. I mean, Kelly Kapowski is, or Valerie, whatever we're going to call her, is hotter than Claire, but still. Claire's also very hot, though. Yeah, she's fine. And uh, only fine, huh? Wow. Uh, I mean, she's similar to Kelly Kapowski. Okay. She has a similar look to her, no? I mean, they both have dark hair. They're both more petite. That's a, yeah. Okay. They both have breasts. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Presumably, they both have labia majora. Ew. Ew. God, he learned this term recently, and now he uses it all the time. Recently? (laughs) It came up in a conversation recently. (laughs) And I don't like that word. Like... It's like how some people hate moist. I hate yeah. labia. Do you? And even more, I hate labia majora. Okay. And labia minora. Oh, you hate them both equally? I hate, I think majora I hate more. You hate the majority more than the minority. <laughs> because it, because the labia majora over, like holds over the, the menorah? I don't know. It just makes me, like, seriously nauseated every time you say it. Sorry. So can we stop saying it? So, yeah, they both do, They both have two legs, too, and two eyes. Right. I mean... They both have short hair. Yeah. They don't... They, 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 they don't look the same. Okay. Like, you wouldn't... I wouldn't say, like, oh, they could be sisters. I don't think so. No, but I'm just saying I think that they... They fit a certain profile, but I mean, also personality wise, I think they fit a certain profile because they're both very aggressive, just like Lucinda was very aggressive. Right. And I don't know if that's like what he's into or just what he attracts or maybe that's what he attracts. But he keep in mind, he didn't have sex with Claire and he resisted Lucinda after they they broke broke up. up. So I don't think it's really his type. I wouldn't say Kelly's aggressive. Oh, she's definitely not uh, passive. I mean, she likes she she'll initiate sex, but like I don't think she's she's not crazy like those two. Yeah. And um Steve wants to date her, yeah, but, but I don't know that they're actually getting anywhere with he, that. He goes uh he he takes her to that charity thing and ignores her all night. Yeah, because he's talking golf. Yeah. He's with an his idiot. Dad. And then at the end of the night, he's like, put in a good word for me, Brandon. <laughs> it's like, put in a good word for yourself. Why weren't you talking to her at yeah. all? You're an idiot. <sighs> Steve. And that's I mean, pretty much all Steve does in the episode. But I mean, that's, you know, whatever. I don't really want him with her anyway. No. So. This is a Dylan heavy episode. It is. Which we'll get to. Well, a Dylan a Dylan and Donna heavy episode. Yeah. It's a, it's a double D episode. So with Dylan, actually, it starts out with both Dylan and Donna. Yeah, which is funny to me because, uh, well, we'll get there in a minute. But the the Dylan Donna dynamic in this episode is interesting wow. to me. Okay, nice alliteration. <laughs> okay, so he's at the bank. That's how this starts out. And he's yelling at the banker because they moved, apparently, $8 million of his money. 
a trust or something like that. I don't know. And and now it's gone and they moved other money and it's gone and like it really didn't make sense because like once you say $8 million, my brain just shuts off anyway. Like <laughs> Those are numbers I can't comprehend. Basically, he's complaining about how they got his money. Yeah. So he's asking them to liquidate some stocks. Mm-hmm. He has like a million dollars or something in stocks and he wants them to liquidate them. And they're like, but there'll be penalties. And he's like, do I have to spell it out for you? I need money. Right. Like when I need money, I take bottles to the grocery store uh-huh. to get money for the deposit. Sure. <laughs> I don't go cash in my million dollars worth of stocks and act like I'm poor. Stop whining, you bastard. Are you seriously? He lost all his money. Yeah, but I mean, if he still has a million dollars, he's not poor. Okay, but he doesn't have access to it. He's not, can't spend it mm. unless he, unless he uh, liquidates it. Yeah, I guess. I think you're being too hard on him. Like, I'm wondering if he still had all this, you know, whatever. He's got to pay that Mexican dude for right. beer and horse. Why, if he has... If he okay, first of all, when did they move this money? Is this the money he lost initially? He's yelling about, or is this other money? I don't know because it seemed to me like this was very recent. Like That's the money like, arrived yeah. in the account and they moved it because they were supposed to probably right. to the other account, and then it went away. Probably my guess because the people who had access to his bank account still had access to his bank account. I guess, and he's an idiot. Yes, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he had any kind of money, where was it when he was in Mexico? Why was he leeching off this poor man? I don't know. Like, I have questions, uh, Dylan. I don't have answers to your questions. <laughs> I don't understand Dylan's financial situation. I think the, I think all we're supposed to get out of it is he's desperate. For his million dollars. Yeah. Desperate for my fucking million dollars. You know, I think I said it was a million dollars. I don't think they said how much it was. No, I think they did. Did they say a million dollars? Yeah. Okay. They said eight million dollars at first, and then they said one million dollars later. I remember them saying eight million dollars. So he walks out of the bank and runs into Donna and her mother. Right. And Donna's chattering away at him, like just verbal diarrhea. Well, and we it's it's established that no one knows that he's been robbed. Yeah. How is it established? Because she says he said he was in Mexico and she was like, "Oh, you're getting that uh that laboratory set up with your your new business partner." Yeah, right, right. Okay. So she is so she at least thinks that he's still in business with the guy who robbed him. Right. Okay. Everyone does. So her mom's having some, you know, charity event and Donna invites him, it seemed like, to join their table at the event. Correct. And he says, oh, I could go for one of those. Which she interprets as, I will buy a table at the event. Where does she get that from? I don't know. And the table costs $2,500. Yeah. That's an insane amount of money. It's a lot of money, yes. For a dude who apparently has no money except, uh, again, a million dollars. He's got a million dollars, so he can afford it. When And then later when he does show up at this event, the table he sits at and it's all empty and stuff, I think that must be the one that he paid for. Yeah, even though Donna's mom says that he's a he's their guest, but these people were our guests, she says. But I, I think 
I think he, yeah. I th- they just know that they're associated with him, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the one. He puts his feet on the table and everything. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the table he bought, yeah. That's just kind of funny to me. Anyways, that's uh, how this starts out. So Donna gets him to buy a table that he can't afford at her mom's charity event. And it turns out that Donna is dropping out of school. Well, yeah, because they they begin with Andrea's... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Baby shower. Baby shower. And apparently Tori or Donna's been going through all of Rodeo Drive to right. buy. She's bought a bunch of shit for the baby. And what she should have done is buy like a year's supply of diapers. Yeah, that would probably be more helpful. Absolutely. More helpful than the the $5,000 onesie that she bought <laughs> for, the, for the baby. Yeah, that's always so crazy to me. Like, I know uh, my little step-nephew, his mom bought him like Ralph Lauren like onesies and stuff. And I'm like... Uh-huh. Why? And we got him stuff from like Kmart, and she threw it away. Wow! Right? It's like he's gonna throw up and pee on it. What is the problem? That sounds very uh, hoity-toity. Right. I think they need to be in a different zip code. <laughs> right. L. Um. <gasps> anyway. Oh my. So. <laughs> She, yeah, she announces that she's going to debut. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Like, and he says, what, and Dylan's like, debut? She's like, yeah, like a, you know, debutante. Yeah, first of all, doesn't that usually happen when you're younger? Uh, around 16, I believe. Yeah, and she's like 19. Mm-hmm. So aren't you like a fucking old maid? If you're going to debut, I think you, uh, <laughs> you missed that window. She pulls and, out her false teeth. And- right. <laughs> it's ridiculous though like she's for- introduced to society basically so for those of you that don't know the cotillion and the you know the debutante ball whatever you want to call it is when a 16 year old girl walks down a long staircase to uh society and the parents point to her and say you can fuck her now <gasps> essentially mark what it means no it's but, I mean, that's kind of what it is. No, it is not. They're saying that she's ready to date. Right. With the understanding, you know, that somebody will want to marry her. Okay, over the clothes, hand stuff. There you only, go. I guess. And when but, this bullshit started, it was back when you were having, you know, like, sweet tea on the porch. Right, none of those people ever had premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think people have a mis- misinterpretation of the past. Well, how come there weren't more illegitimate children then? Well, I think they were kept quiet. Or, you know, more more guys had access to boxing gloves and, you know, just straight jabs to the stomach. <laughs> wow. Wow. And those long staircases, too. There was, Holy shit. You know, just a quick little body check down one of those. And it's taken care of, Carol. Okay. <sighs> uh, besides, they had fancy birth control methods back then. You know, like pulling out. <laughs> um, you said that you've been to one of these events. Yes, I've been to a Kitillion before. Tell me about this. Uh, I, I was traveling, and I happened to meet a girl, and we... Of course you did. <laughs> And we, 
you know, got along and everything. We were hanging out, and her friend was debuting in a couple days, and she invited me to be her date to this debut. Was this the rich girl? <laughs> yes. I figured. So she, uh, we went to her, her debut, and uh, yeah, it was... What you would expect, you know, it's everyone's in fancy dresses, tuxedos, and it's very, you're doing the waltz and stuff like that, you know, uh, it's, it's all very old world. Imagine like Gone with the Wind. It's like that. That sounds so fun. I guess. I like fancy dresses and waltzing. There's a lot of buttons on fancy dresses. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make you work for it. Yep. Okay, now I'm just picturing you undoing the fancy buttons of the <laughs> fancy girl just dresses. So let's uh, move on from that. Um, Donna demonstrates the, the Texas, Texas dip. dip. Yeah. So, so first of all, she has an escort come and take her to this. To the charity event. Yeah. And... That's weird to me, too. Like, he flies in from Texas to escort her to an event. Right. Yeah. She's going to debut in Houston and probably move to Houston. Yeah. That's why she's dropping out of school. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. She announces that at the baby shower. And then Valerie is holding a handheld camera. They keep switching from the actual camera that they're using to film the show to the handheld camera. Right. And then she slowly focuses on her face. <laughs> like, imagine when they when they watch that back years from now, they're like, what, what's Valerie doing? Like <laughs> it's like she's it's like she's framing it for dramatic timing. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Unless you're watching a show of this happening. No, I'm sorry, but none of it makes sense. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, yeah, she's trying to avoid David. Like yeah. Find a better way than destroying your life. Right. Like, why move away from all... Well, we get to there, though. We get to we get to the vo- one voice of reason in this episode. But, yeah, so they're at this charity event, and uh, Deshaun yeah. asks, like, comes over and is talking to her and stuff, and then they start talking about this Texas dip, and so she goes and, and shows them. It reminds me of an ad in a bridal magazine that I have seen. Oh, yeah? Where a girl does the same thing, like she she floofs out her skirt, and mm-hmm. it's a white dress, by the way, right? And kneels down and then bends forward like a ballerina or something, and like she's like folded in half and then looks up. I swear that's an ad I have seen in a magazine. That exact pose. I think it was a pose in a horror movie I saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most submissive thing I think I've ever seen a human being do. <laughs> And I just, I felt bad for for women everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little hard to watch. But apparently her parents have a lot of old world ideas, including some other things. Oh, yeah. So Deshaun asked her to dance. Deshaun says, Dadana, do you want to dance? To dance. What the fuck? I don't know. Go ahead. So, yeah, um, her mom is just glaring at them the whole time. Like, if How could you dance with a Negro? If, uh, if like, her look could kill Deshaun, be dead. Yeah. It was no good. Probably lynched. 
Right. Hanging from a tree. That's the look she gave him. <sighs> yeah. So, also, Dylan shows up. Yeah, he's drinking. Yeah. Which we knew from last episode because he was drinking in Mexico. But nobody else knew. In the beginning of the episode, Brandon goes to his house because he's going to tell him about him and Kelly. <laughs> this is a fun line, too. And, uh, what? oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes, okay. you want a be- he goes, you want a beer? And Brandon's like, no. And he goes, stop looking at mine then. <laughs> yeah. And then Brandon's like, if you say you're okay, I won't say anything about it. He's like, I'm okay. All right. So, yeah, he's drinking. Brandon doesn't tell him about Kelly because he's drinking. Mm-hmm. And then he hears about he it. Knows that Br- he knows that Dylan gets his strength through alcohol. <laughs> right? But he hears about it later because he gets into an argument with Nat. Yeah, because cause like, he goes to the peach pit. And Jim and Cindy are there. And, yeah, he he goes over and tells I them. I enjoyed Dylan this entire episode, I did, too. I did, too. I like drunk Dylan. He's a dick, but he's an entertaining drunk dick. Drunk asshole Dylan is the best. Because he comes up to them. He's like, Jim's, like, looking over at him and stuff. And he's like, you can see Dylan's getting more and more pissed. And he comes over, he's like, uh, he says something like, you know, hey, what do you, you know, like, he says something about, are you talking about me or whatever? And Cindy goes, we're not talking about you, Dylan. And I, I apologize if it looked like we were. Yeah. And Jim's like, we don't need to apologize to this loser. Or and, something almost that bad. Yeah. And says something like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Don't come into my restaurant. Right. He's like, you're sitting in my booth. And he goes, your your money's uh, no good. No good here anymore. And then he's like, enjoy your meal. Yeah. He, he says, get out of my restaurant. Essentially, he's oh yeah. He says you're not welcome here. That's anymore. it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's so funny the two lines back to back because it's it's kind of like finish up, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. is what he means. But he's like, you know, you're not welcome here anymore. Enjoy the rest of your meal, right? Like like it's gonna be your last, you know. And then he turns around and walks away. And so Nat, <laughs> Nat is just beside Nat, himself. Nat looks over at them and he just kind of waves his hand like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Let me talk. Let me talk to him. So funny. And he chases him outside. He's like, Jim Walsh can eat here anytime he wants. Right. So Nat's like, what the fuck's going on with you? Is it Kelly? And he's like, oh, maybe. He's like, oh, yeah, of course it's Kelly. Yeah. You know, I, I know, you know, her running off with Brandon. And then he's like, what? He's like, you, you left with it, you know, didn't call, didn't write. Yeah. Can't, can't blame, blame her, her for, for going to Brandon. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And then Nat sees, <laughs> Nat does some really great, like, facial acting oh, yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Facting, I believe it's called. <laughs> but yeah, so that's when he runs uh, or drives like a maniac over to the ball, not Cotillion. It, no, it's a, it's a charity, charity event. Yeah, charity. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gala. Whatever. It's a white, white tie gala. And he goes in there in his jeans. And sits down and puts his feet up on the fucking table. While Donna's date, you know, dancing with a black man. So her mother has had three heart attacks right. and her hair has turned white. Well, at least that's a color she likes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not good. But he confronts. Oh, um, Brandon and Kelly were kissing when he walked in. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he just uh, is staring at them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So they they have it out a little bit. And yeah, then, he uh, makes a big old scene. Right. And then I think he leaves. 
Yeah, he leaves, and then Donna, did he say something mean to Donna? Something got her real sad. I don't remember. Before Deshaun was dancing with her, something got her sad. I don't remember what. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what. Her and Kelly got into a fight in the bathroom. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, she's acting like a rich bitch, and Kelly's telling her to stop it, basically. Yeah. She's, Kelly's like, your fucking cult, you know. (laughs) Right. You're going to Texas. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, there's nothing worse than Texas rich riches. Apparently. (laughs) God, her mom is terrible. Her mom is a terrible, terrible fucking person. Oh, yeah. So later that night, you know, Donna tries to talk to her mom and apologize because even though she did nothing wrong. Well, she doesn't think she needs to apologize. No, you're right. She says she didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. But she's she's talking to her mom about the night and how it got derailed and her mom's basically like look you know the company you keep that reflects on you Mm -hmm. these were our guests everything you do reflects on you and she basically says without going so far as to saying it she basically says look you can't date you can't dance with blacks yeah she she says the things that you could do when you were 14 you can't get away with now she dated a black guy when she was 14 I don't know. I don't Does know she what consider she's David about. a black guy? <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. But apparently it's okay when you're 14, but not when you're 19. Yep, because now society will look down on her. I want Donna to date Deshaun. I think Me that too. that would be a really good match. Yeah. He yep. likes her so much. Like, he's so into her. Yep. And I don't think David was ever... No, he was in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. But as time Back went when he was on, buying her pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as time went on, he definitely lost uh, his infatuation. But he knew he wasn't going to get laid, so. Yeah. But yeah, Deshaun, I think likes her a lot. I would like to see the two of them together. Donna essentially says to her mom, "Your racism is showing." Right. And they don't really have it out. She just kind of the whole thing just kind of ends. And then she's not going to Houston. She's registering for classes. Yeah. This whole episode ends with everyone registering for classes. Including um, Dylan. No. No. Dylan doesn't register. He's the only one who doesn't show up. Right. But he told Donna he was going to. Dylan shows up in the morning after acting like an asshole and he's looking for Kelly. No. You're skipping still. What am I skipping? What are you skipping? Yeah. You're skipping... The fact that after he crashes that gala, he goes to where Jesse is is bartending. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, wants to get a drink, and Jesse's like, "No, you can't get a drink. You're underage." And this blonde woman is basically <laughs> like, "Oh, I'll, I'll be his mommy." Yeah, she's staring <laughs> at him with the fuck me eyes. Right. And uh, she's like, "I'll I'll buy your drink." And Jesse's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Mm. And then, like, his boss intervenes. So I think it's a bouncer, but... Yeah. But anyway, they leave. They leave together. Right. And um, Kelly goes to talk to Dylan. At 2 in the morning. Which makes 100% sense. I guess. And uh, it turns out he is drinking, doing body shots off this girl. But he lets Kelly in so she can watch. <laughs> I really think he has a, a, a fetish for threesomes. He keeps Probably. trying. <laughs> he keeps setting them up and just not knocking them out. And the the woman goes, 
you didn't tell me you were married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is funny. She doesn't even say it offended. Just like matter of factly. Yeah. She doesn't try to get dressed. No. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. <laughs> and he's, he says something like, uh, we're not or something yeah. like that. And uh, she says, you know, I came over to apologize to you and everything. I can't believe I was going to apologize to you. And he goes, yeah, you just came over at two in the morning to apologize, Kelly. Okay. Yeah, which I'm sorry, but I agree with him. You think that she was going to fuck him? I don't think she was necessarily going to fuck him, but she was going to do something. What does that mean? Suck his dick? Maybe. Really? I think that she... And and I'm sorry, blowjob. I think that she went over there with ideas in mind that maybe they would reconcile because he was so upset about seeing her with Brandon. Now she knows he cares. And she was going over there to see how that would work out. I don't know if I believe that. Two in the morning? I feel like she told she told Brandon before she went there. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's mentioned that he knows she went there, whatever. Which she could have told him after the fact, but I I think she said they had a conversation off screen, and she was like, I should go over to apologize. And he was like, okay, I can go with you if you want. She's like, no, I'm going to give him a, I'm sorry, blowjobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't you think if your ex-girlfriend shows up on your doorstep at two in the morning to say she's sorry that something's not there? I guess. And she looked so angry when she was watching him with this woman. <laughs> she like, really so, did. like she was practically chewing on her own face with the amount of like, oh yeah, I don't know what she was doing with her mouth, but yeah, it was <laughs> bad. She wasn't doing what she wanted to be doing. With right, her mouth. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's like, I just, you've been sleeping with Brandon all summer. What is going on? Like, why are you upset? Like drinking? Sure. But I feel like she knew he was drinking at that point. Well, she should have. He had a bottle of champagne at that party. And Brandon saw him drink earlier in the day. Right. So she can't just be pissed because he's drinking. She's pissed because he was with that girl. I think so. Yeah. So she was jealous. Although, I mean, like it is kind of knife in the heart, you know, behavior. Right. So she leaves, and then uh, Dil- or Brandon comes to see him the next day. Yeah, in the morning. He's like, hey, get up there, Romeo, or whatever. And the girl had left her number and lipstick or something on the... That was nice of her, you yeah. know. She must have had a good time. Right. <laughs> oh, goodness. So he says to her, him, he's like, look, you can be mad at me if you want to. This is a very, like, guy thing, by the way. Like, be mad at me, don't be mad at her. You both, first of all, they were broken up. So, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck? Well, they're friends. They that, should have had a talk. That's true. But he was in Mexico. Like, sleeping with whores. Kelly talked to Andrea before she went after Brandon. Uh-huh. And Andrea didn't have a relationship like that with Brandon. She yeah. just had a crush on him. Right. Yeah. So, he says, look, you can be mad at me if you want to, but you really owe Kelly an apology. You shouldn't be mad at her. And it's weird. Like, so, I don't know, what what are they, what, what does he have to apologize to Kelly for? For the scene? Um. Or for making out with that girl in front of her? I don't know. It's a weird. I guess the scene, but really I think the one he needs to apologize to is Donna's mom if he's going to apologize to anybody. Right. Because that was her event he went in and... Yeah, the racist. Um, So he goes, that's when he goes to Donna and Kelly's place and meets Donna. 
And says he'll meet her at registration. So he shows up at their, their house in the morning, and Kelly is not there. She's already left. She's with Brandon. Donna lets him in, and I feel like there's chemistry there. Like, she's finally single. How many times did he say he wanted to get her and Kelly in the bathroom together, or the bedroom together, or wherever together? Uh-huh. And now they're alone together. Right. Did you feel chemistry there? No. Didn't they hug? Yeah. <laughs> it felt like there, there was, was something there. Dripping with innuendo, that hug, huh? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, and I feel like I think you just see chemistry everywhere. But what what do you think of Zagana Horn Dog? I don't know. <laughs> I do not see chemistry everywhere. But I don't know. I mean, he was being very like supportive, and and he telling her how special she was. <laughs> what? Do I not? Do I not uh, give you enough affirmation? <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to hear it more. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But anyway, I you know I didn't really see the chemistry you're talking about, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think anything's gonna, anything's going to happen between the two of them. I think they should at least kiss again. Well, remember they had that one kiss? Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, if they had sex, then Dylan would pull a Kelly in having sex with all three of the, the main female leads, right? <laughs> Just like Kelly's had sex with all three of the main male leads. Oh, yeah. Okay. She hasn't had sex with David. David. And uh, Dylan would not have had sex with Andrea. Yeah. Wow. They are slutty people. <laughs> well, that's it's a soap opera. And it's an incestuous group. So they all register and Claire shows up. Claire <laughs> is there registering. And guess what? She got to skip a grade. Just like David, so now she's also a sophomore. They're adding her to the fucking cast. She didn't skip a grade. She just graduated. Her AP classes, she mentions that her AP classes gave her college credit. Um, Therefore, she's a sophomore just like that. Okay, okay, they I gotcha. They pulled the David thing yeah. with, you know. So she's 18, but she's a sophomore. Right. She's in the same grade as them now, and the only reason they'd be doing that is if they want to try to shoehorn her in yeah. into the group, which I don't know if she's really going to fit because we already have Tiffany Amber Thiessen trying to have sex with Brandon, <laughs> Kelly's having sex with Brandon, and now we're going to have Claire that wants to have sex with Brandon too? Well, How many, how many women does Kelly need to fend off? If you remember, Tiffany Amber Thiessen though, was checking out Dylan. Oh, that's right. So I think her attention might go there. Yes, because all of a sudden she's like, he comes in and makes this fucking scene. Mm -hmm. And you can, I I knew it too. Like as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, someone interesting for her now. Mm -hmm. All the rest of these people are not interesting. Right. And she does say something that she was like, oh, you know, I think he was kind of dashing. (laughs) (laughs) Dashing. She loves his chaos. Yeah. So, So that's where she'll get her freak on. But I, well, I mean, you know, good job, Dylan, then. Um, <laughs> right. I, uh, I don't, we didn't see her evil side come out, really. Only in the fact that she was attracted to Dylan in the way he was behaving. Yeah, she's still just being, like, you know, kind of whatever, like. She also had a joint at some point. Did she? Yeah. It oh. was, like, in her cigarette pack. 
Oh, okay. Which, you know, I don't think she even openly smokes cigarettes, but Well, here's the thing. It's it's going to what's what's going to turn out to be is that it's not she's a bad girl or anything like that. She's just a pothead. That's what it's going to be. And as soon as they get her off the pot, she's going to turn into a wholesome kid just like the rest of them, probably. No, they need a villain. If it's a soap opera, you need a villain. She's the villain. She. They need a, uh, what's his name, from Days of Our Lives. I don't know. I only watched uh, Victor all my Kariakis, children. So. I believe his name is. Victor what now? Kariakis. Uh, is that the soap opera that you uh, used to watch with your mother? Yeah, you know he's played by. You know he's played by. Hmm. He's played by Jennifer Aniston from that show Friends. Her dad. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's him. He's the the villain on Days of Our Lives. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, this episode's a lot of chaos, a lot of character building with uh donna and dylan like you said it was more interesting than the first episode mm-hmm. I, I i'm very much invested and in, i want to see what's happening well i'd like to see more of tiffany <laughs> so we're just gonna make sure she continues to walk around in her underwear and you'll be happy i got it yeah that'd be, okay. that'd be every episode with that would be good yeah every episode that they don't have that we can just rewind the tape back to that spot for you okay okay I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> no, she's very hot. Kelly Kapowski. Yep. Kelly Kapowski, bra and underwear and heels. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that's there. Season five, episode two of Night Up <laughs> So Under the influence. Who's under the influence? Dylan. But don't you think that Donna's also under the influence of her mother? Oh, good call. <laughs> Double meaning. Yeah, very, very smart. You're so smart. Show. You get a gold star and everything. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I can get a, a your sorry blowjob. <laughs> I'm not that sorry. <laughs> uh, go ahead and write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Uh-huh. Check out our website at retrolatefee.com. That's what it's called. And uh, tell your friends. Please tell all your friends. About the show, spread the word, make us the most popular mixtape sent out to people all over the world. <laughs> In the world. We're the only one, but make us even more popular. Right. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.